With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Here, can I talk to you? Can I talk at you? Can I talk with you for just a moment, please, sir? Can I preach what I've got on my mind? Can I share with you what's in my heart? Yes, sir. Can we just for a moment, for an ill minute, talk about dick pics? Can we please have this discussion right now on the Metal Hammer of Doom? Before we review the Cavalera Conspiracy Psychosis, I need to unburden my soul with my thoughts on dick pics. First of all, I'm against them. Second of all, have we fallen so hard as a society that we, we went as men, as men, Jesse Starcher, we as men who love our women, and in some cases our men, I'm not judging. We, we used to, if you follow me, lay our coats down across puddles so that, women could, yes, so that women could walk across the puddle and not defile their fair shoes. How did we go from laying coats across puddles, being chivalrous, as you said, to... Just shortly after introducing yourself to a woman, sending her a pic of your penis. Mm. What the, what happened? How did the, I mean, am I wrong in thinking society has gone to hell and this is emblematic of it? Or, or have I, have I missed the cultural point somewhere, Jesse Starcher? Or, or am I right on the money in saying we have descended into animals and the dick pic 
It is the is the cold, wet nose Ugh. of our animal nature. <laughs> well, sir, I can't agree more. I have never been tempted to pull out <laughs> my wiener and snap a picture in order to send it to my wife. Which I would hope that that is the only place you should be sending any dick pics. I'm not I may sending have, dick pics. I know you're not, but I'm just saying to our audience members out there, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you have a significant other that you're sending these to that you know is willing to appreciate it. Although most likely they've seen it quite a few times. Why you've got to take a picture of it and send it to them, I don't know. Uh, I I work ahead, with sir. women. I work with women. They are nurses. Many of them are single. Many of them have had husbands, but their relationships did not work out, unfortunately. Uh, A lot of divorced women, a lot of women who were engaged, and those engagements did not work out. These women date Jesse Starcher, and apparently in the process of dating they will meet other single men and those men will take it upon themselves to send these women unsolicited dick pics. This isn't an agreed upon exchange of goods and services. Okay. Are you picking up what I'm putting down here? This wow. Is, this, this is, is just like, like out of the blue. Yeah, this is hi. I'm Bob. Here's my cock. That's it. <laughs> That's what's happening. I have not left anything out. This isn't the George Lucas school of storytelling where you start in the fucking middle somewhere and and then go back to the beginning. No, this this is the sum total of their love affair. Hi, I'm so-and-so. Pleased to meet you. Penis. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Things have changed. I mean... They certainly have. You... Just because the technology is there to do this does not mean you have to do this, okay? No! Just because you have a camera and a phone and the means to send it across the digital airwaves does not mean that you have to expose yourself. This is tantamount to flashing. I mean, your your ass would get arrested if you did this yeah. in public. I was, uh, so <laughs> I, I, I don't say, understand. I walk up to a girl at the Publix. Which is I don't know what your local grocery store <laughs> at the grocery is. Grocery store, I got you. Okay, I walk up to I go into the Publix and I'm strolling down the vegetable aisle and I come across a pretty lady and I say <laughs> hello, my name I'm Mark and drop my drawers. Huh? Huh? <laughs> you like it? Don't I? I, they would and, take me. I I would be subsequently <laughs> arrested and thrown in the yep. dock. Exactly. Exactly. And I won't come I out. I don't know, man. I so okay. You've obviously ran into this situation sometime today. Uh, I. This rant has been a long time coming. Oh, okay. No, no All pun right, intended. Well, yeah. <laughs> What I'm trying to tell you is, a couple of weeks ago, there were two lovely ladies who I work with, 
And they were exchanging war stories around my desk about the various dick pics they've been sent. Let me tell you, fellas, if you are currently listening to the Metal Haver of Doom and probably asking yourself, are they ever going to actually review the album? Yeah, we are. Partially stalling for time. Partially, I needed to unburden myself of this information. I, I needed to address the public. This is important. Um, so what we will, I promise you in the next minute or so, we will actually get to the topic <laughs> at hand. But God <laughs> damn it, dick pics. I don't like them. Um, I, we need to stop. But, and that's my point with all of this, is I don't know what the state of thinking among men is out there. I, 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 can, I can't seem to get a handle on the measure of the common thinking among men that they think collectively it's a grand idea to send pictures of your genitalia to women who didn't ask for it and what they thought this would get them. It's as if to, to say is, is here is a woman. I want her to jump on my penis. So I'm going to show it to her and she's going to go, my, what a massive rocket in your pocket. Let me get on that shit. <laughs> That's the logic uh... I'm assuming. Is that not the logic, Melissa? Does she agree? What? You've been, you've been sent unsolicited dick pics. Was it not the logic of the man to send this thing to you and for you to become enraptured with its size and girth? And to... Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. How do you not hear me? A typical woman. Anyway, um, <laughs> she's not listening. She don't care. It's been, a, it's been years since someone sent her a dick pic. I certainly wouldn't. My goodness. <laughs> oh, I mean, there is a degree also of the, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think too much about this. Like, if I was on the receiving end of something like that, there would be a degree of like, okay, yeah, right. Uh, I, you know, how do I, how do I know this is you, sir? Um, because anybody can go on the old internet and oh, screenshot a wiener. Eh? You're like, that's not your penis. I don't believe. I don't believe in such fantasy. Yeah, I mean, you can't. No way. No way. That, that doesn't. No way. And then you know, guys, I guarantee you, there are dudes out there like it's mine, and they figure out some way to rig a mirror so their face is kind of flashing back right behind their their uh, their rock hard cack. Uh, so they, they, we know for a fact that this is who they are, but, uh, I, I'm thinking too much about this now. I don't ever want, dude. But let me tell you something. I, let me tell you something, it. Jesse Sarcher. You're the disapproving dad and you've got a tween daughter and here comes oh. the nightmare scenario. Wait till she gets her first unsolicited. And I'm not trying don't to be jerky. even, I know. No, trust <laughs> me. I, I, it's not like the shit doesn't go through my head every single day. Like when I was a kid, when I was a boy, what was I thinking at that age? Okay. Sure. Now we got I, this shit to deal with. We got right. dick pics I got to worry about. Okay. Dick pics, sir. D unsolicited no. dick pics sent to your tween daughter. And, and, and I know how I'm going to react. I'm going to want to kill the person. Like, yeah. you know, I, 
I, I tend to think in extremes. You know, uh, you know, they, 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 the guy wants me to fuck that pig. I'm gonna bomb the country. I will continue to bomb things until the, and, until we finally find the person to tell me to fuck that pig. A little bit of TV party tonight for you. That's right. <laughs> and our coverage of Black Mirror season one for those of you who don't listen to that podcast. But, uh, but uh, you know, so I, so I, I have this sneaking suspicion that if my daughter gets an unsolicited dick pic, I'm burning the house down. That that kid lives yeah, things... with everyone in it. Uh, we have had two run-ins, man. I, I, I this is going to bring up a tiny little bit of, uh, some, you know, some actual shit that's happened where, uh, we have had a older gentleman, a couple older gentlemen impersonate teenage kids in order to befriend them on social media, my daughter included. And we found out like from some other source, like, Hey, th- what are you doing? Talking to this guy, this dude's a 27 year old. Dude, I mean, I'm sitting there pulling my hair out of that, and that didn't get too far. That was just, you know, hey, how you doing, and and kind of innocent stuff to kind of open up the door. Sure. Uh, so, but you know he was getting there, ready, man. To. You know, yeah. he, you know, yeah. he, you know, he had that pick all lined up. I have. Was, was... Well, I, 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 real talk here. The first incident that we had, uh, another parent actually took over her daughter's social media account, continued to talk to the guy, screenshotted everything, and yes, that is where things ended up. There was a dick pic uh, sent. So it's, it fucking happens. And it's going to happen at some point, so you just got to steal yourself. Di- I haven't met a girl who likes it. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I have yet head. to meet a woman who is just like, and I got this dick pic, and who lordy, pants wet. I not that's not a conversation I overheard. The conversation I overheard was very similar to what you said. That's not real. That's angled a certain way. You know, my exactly. I will tell you. I will tell you that someone close to my heart told me, and I won't reveal who. I will protect her identity and her uh, vulnerability in this matter. But I know somebody who was not so much uh, enthralled. Sexually with the unsolicited dick pic, but was curious in a scientific fashion as to what this person was working with, and then it was okay, check mark, and then the, the fuck? went away. Did you go sports science on that phallus? <laughs> I don't know if she did anything with that phallus. We didn't get that far in the conversation, but the neither did he. To say, yeah, he didn't get very far either. Right? It did not end the way that he wanted it to. I can tell you that much. The point being, it was more of a, well, if you're going to send this nonsense out, I at least want to you know, view it from a scientific point of view. It's, hey, what is this object out there in the universe and what is it all about? See, um, that's where she was coming from. And a lot of the, and a lot of the girls, that I, I talk to at work, very, you know, kind of similar thing. It's more of a object of possibly ridicule, but definitely of humor. But, but still at the end of the day, they're just like, I didn't want this. I don't know what you want me to do with it, but whatever, but whatever it is you're thinking is going to happen, isn't going to happen. And if it yeah. is going to happen, it's going to happen despite the picture. See, There's... here's the thing. <laughs> 
here, here's the thing, Robert Cooper, and I hope you're not out there sending dick pics because I'll come to North Carolina and throw you a beating. I will. I'll come right over well, there I mean, and slap I'd you I'd love silly. you to come visit, just not because I, uh, <laughs> I send a phallus, which that's not really my thing, man. I just send, like, poetry to get the ties rolled out. Yeah, please don't. Robert Cooper, if, from all of us to all of you in this Christmas season, don't send dick pics. Please don't. Don't be an animal. What, um, I don't even have anybody to send dick pics to. Well, I don't think that's, that, that's the problem with the dick pic uh, mathematics, sir. Because apparently you can just send them to anybody. <laughs> this isn't a matter of want. It's a matter of do you have a, a, a receiver of any sort, apparently. Oh, no. Um, when there, there was baseball analogies when we were kids. You know, you got the first base, you got the second base. This is, you know, a dick pic is like stealing second or some shit, you know? Like, you, you did this without any – you skipped over a few things here, sir. What are you doing? Stop. <laughs> this is you, – you ran from home to second base. <laughs> you don't understand how this game works. That's not how you play this game. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's actually brilliant. Um, but, but that's the thing. To, to end this entire rant and we can get on with the show, if a girl wants to bang you, she will do so. She will bang you. She will bang you despite or in spite of your, your genitalia being captured on film and sent unsolicited. To the men listening to this podcast and beyond, hear me. Hear your friend, your mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm so mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge. Please. You don't need to do this. I speak on, I am the Lorax, and I speak for the women. You don't need to send them dick pics. They will sleep with you if, you, if they want to. And the fact that you sent them a dick pic isn't going to change their mind. <sighs> You'd like to call up and disagree. If you've successfully betted a woman who had no interest in you because you sent them a picture of your wang, <laughs> you can give us a call at 323-657-0901. I haven't given out the phone number in a dog's age. God, remember what happened last time. Just just remember that. <laughs> So, yeah, those two, those same two guys will call and be like, "Hey, faggot! I've betted many a woman with my one with so a picture of my wang." Uh, when's the last time you sent a picture of your dick to uh, children? <laughs> Boo, <laughs> Robert Cooper. I mean, that's what they're gonna do. This. Yeah, Robert Cooper. When's uh, what? There. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the show, sir. How you doing, dude? So I went to Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the shows we went to. Okay, uh, so, yeah, Cannibal Corpse got there actually early, and when it said it started at 7, I thought the concert started at 7. No, doors opened at 7. <laughs> <laughs> so standing out there, fucking, it's pretty, it was a little cold, a little cold, not going to lie. Uh, but, yeah, the opening band, don't remember their name. They didn't even have a CD, so... Yeah, they were just kind of – they were good. Uh, next band was Gate Creeper. They had that old school, like, entombed, dismembered, like, with the, you know, the chainsaw guitars, growling vocals. Fucking awesome. I didn't buy anything from them, unfortunately, because, you know, merch at concerts is a little much. Because, <laughs> for yeah. example, tickets were 30 
I mean, thirty bucks isn't bad. Uh, thirty bucks. I bought a Power Trip shirt. Who were the second band on? They were crossover thrash, and they were fucking awesome. Got their shirt for twenty. Got their CD for fifteen. And then Cannibal Corpse. I got their uh, shirt for twenty-five, which is the code of the Flashers T-shirt. So it's pretty cool. They, uh, did you tell? The did woman you tell them drink- that we not only re- we not only reviewed their last album, but all their album covers? <laughs> I, I did. I was not able to speak to them, unfortunately. Uh, Funny thing though, there was a. Uh, so I was in the. I was. I got as close to the pit as I'll ever get. Actually, no, I got in the pit a little bit, not on purpose, but because I was fancy. on. I, I was right. I was on the rim of the pit, and you know the kind of the people oh. that pushing everybody back in, all that shit. Sure. Yeah, I, w- I gave the rim jobs. So, uh, yeah, I was on the rim of the pit, and I have to say, like, there was one girl in that pit that I'm like, God, marry me. And then, you know, at the end of the show, I'm like, hmm, wonder where she's going. Oh, there's a boyfriend. All right. Aww. Yeah. Short girl. Short girl made her own like uh, leather, leather gauntlets. Had fucking anime and heavy metal patches everywhere. I was like, damn. She was made for you, dude. Why can't you meet a nice girl, Rob? Rob, why can't you meet a nice girl? I don't know, man. Well, well, a banker or a friend of mine or something. Well, a friend of mine tried to hook me up with her friend, and I'm like, "Mm, she's a little bigger than what I aim for. She goes, she's curvy. I'm like, when your stomach's bigger than your tits, you're not necessarily curvy. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I didn't Uh, say that. I was thinking it. All class. Oh, hey, man. Hey, I'm just being honest. Right, you know, it's what's on that. the inside that counts, sir. But as women have often She's told me... She's a real me, sweetheart. As women have often told me, yes, it is on the inside that counts. But if you're not physically attracted to somebody, it's not happening. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the way I... Uh, that's the way I see it. Which, I mean, it's kind of unfortunate, though. She's a sweetheart, but eh, I'm just playing the, uh, playing the field, which is going nowhere. But... Hey, I'm gonna go out <laughs> karaoke and soon, so y'all are gonna about to hear me car. Y'all are about to hear say, me doing a. Uh, if by playing the field ride. you mean wandering onto a baseball field that's empty at night? Sure. I mean, yeah, I mean somebody's gonna be there. Which, by the way, so I went to a thrift store, got a I'm a Paul Heyman guy T-shirt for a dollar. Ooh, and, nice pickup. Yeah, I got a four dollar Star Wars shirt. That was pretty nice. And then uh, nice. two black uh, dress shirts and an old grandma sweater. I saw your grandma. Uh, old grandma. Oh, and it, it's one of those. It's almost like it's a little short on the arms, but it just looks so awful and cheesy that I had to have it. I mean, and it, and it has so, the consistency of like an old blanket. <laughs> so real quick, and I and I do mean quick. Uh, my wife and I went to go see Clutch. Uh, the Obsessed and the Devin Townsend Project, and you know Ooh, the, I Obsessed love the Obsessed. Were, yeah, the Obsessed were good. Um, I dropped fifty bucks on two Clutch T-shirts. One was a decapitated blues shirt, which is really cool looking, and then another one. Um, oh shucks, I can't remember the name of the song, but the the uh, the chorus is I'm an unapo- I'm an unapologetic. Uh, Lifer for rock and roll, uh, which is a you know song we've been playing a lot of. Uh, it's from Psychic Warfare. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this particular tour, they were promoting an upcoming album, which I'm sure we'll review next year when it, whenever it comes out. You know how that is. Uh, but they played like three songs from the forthcoming album. Sounds good. Sounds like Clutch. Uh, they played a little bit of space. They played some Spacegrass. They played Escape from the Prison Planet. And this is about as far back as they went. 
Uh, they didn't do any elephant riders or anything like that. They played the Mob Goes Wild. Uh, What's I, the one I, you've I, always you've always wanted to hear, but they never play? Is that Binge and Purge or is it Rats? Yeah. I can't remember. That I've heard Binge them play Rats. Yeah, it's Binge and Purge. Okay. Okay. Um, which they which I was reading through their Wikipedia page again just because I was bored at work one day, and uh, they they said they stopped playing it at shows because it was inspiring people to kick the shit out of each other. You know, I've heard of worse <laughs> reasons not to play a song. Um, the Devin Townsend project. Devin Townsend is awkward and weird, and the Devin Townsend project sounds like the house band at Epcot. The, 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 <laughs> like, it's like futurist. It's like if if there was thrash metal in Tron, that's what the Devin Devin Townsend project sounds like. Um, that's not to say that I didn't like them. They were just very it was very bizarre sounding. Speaking of uh, fights at a concert, Hatebreed was at the the same venue I was at on Monday. I went on sun, uh, like the Sunday after that. There mm-hmm. were five fights in the pit. They made it through eight songs, and Jamie's like, "All right, we gotta we gotta quit because y'all are gonna get us banned." Oh wow! <laughs> nice. Like yeah, well he, he stopped like four. He stopped like four times. I mean, like guys, what are y'all doing? Damn. Yeah, and eventually, yeah, eventually, I think I heard it was supposed to be like a twenty-song set, and they did like eight well, because they no, were just like, I, well, well, if I if I if, any, if anyone gets any if anyone gets anything out of this podcast tonight, it's don't act like an animal, don't send girls a picture of your dick, um, <laughs> yeah, and don't fight in the middle of a fucking hate breed concert. I don't how care how aggressive it is. So the Cavalera Conspiracy. Uh, Cavalera Conspiracy obviously comes out of the uh, two main members of Sepultura, who are Max and Igor Cavalera. They are brothers, as, as I remember. Um, I, Rob, correct me if I'm wrong, but Max and Igor... Max left. Igor stayed. Max went on to mm-hmm. form Soulfly... Igor stayed, they yeah. got Derek, and Derek and Igor continued uh, Sepultura, which we covered them earlier this year, uh, the new Sepultura album. And then Max and Igor reconciled whatever irreconcilable differences they had, and then they started a new band together called the Cavalera Conspiracy. And this is their fourth yeah. studio album, Psychosis. Did I get that all right? Uh, I think so. I'm aware. Okay. Uh, so what else, Robert, do you know about the Cavalera conspiracy, if anything? Uh, I've not really, I'll be honest, a lot of Max Cavalera's projects post Roots from uh, Sepultura not been huge on. Uh, I've given Soulfly a dabble here and there, and they're all right. They're just, honestly, I feel like where Sepultura was with Chaos AD and Arise, uh, that is the Max Cavalera I love. I'm not a huge fan of the Roots era. Like, I think the Roots era is fine, and there's a lot of good stuff in it. I just think it really took away what was Max's strong strong suit, which is that kind of a, those aggressive vocals and the fast solos. Uh, with this album, it's the first Cavalera conspiracy album I'd listened to, and uh, I could say it was a positive. Uh, it was definitely a positive experience towards the beginning. I loved a lot of the earlier songs. It kind of petered away towards the end, which is a preview of this review here, but yeah, I'm assuming that it's more of the thrashy version of uh, what Max has been doing, and kind of what more, kind of like a thrashier version of Soulfly. What'd y'all think? 
Um, first, yeah, I don't think this sounds like Soulfly at all. I actually think this sounds like Chaos AD era uh, Sepultura, which I liked. And it was certainly the high point of Sepultura mm-hmm. for me. Now, I like the root stuff, but I've gotten a lot of the roots era stuff in Soulfly. I feel like I know there were personal issues between Max and Igor. So death in the family, if I remember correctly. And I think that's initially what split them. But I'm also wondering if there were musical differences. If you look at post Max leaving uh, Sepultura, like the early Sepultura, the early Derek era Sepultura versus what? Hello. What the early. That scared uh, the shit out of me. <laughs> the early Soulfly stuff sounded like. Now, in later years, Soulfly loses a lot of its tribal element to, to what I could tell. And I, I think they've kind of fallen off. Um, I don't know where, where some of the creativity went with that band, but I, uh, I remember not being too. I, I didn't think the, the later Soulfly stuff really stood out. And then, you know, we, t- we already talked to death about the, the new Sepultura. So I don't want to revisit that. But. I feel like the Cavalera conspiracy, a lot of the energy is back between the two brothers, and it takes me back to the high point of Sepultura. Um, Jesse, are you familiar at all with Sepultura, the Cavalera brothers, Soulfly, any of this beyond what we've done here on the show? Yeah, short answer is no. I I don't have a whole lot of history with either Soulfly. Uh, I know Sepultura has been around forever, but Again, that's not a band I listen to a whole lot of. So, you know, and just it's so funny because I listen, I've listened to the album quite a few times, and then I sit down here tonight, bring up the Wikipedia on who the hell these guys are, and then I'm like, what? Wait a second, yeah, they've they've been around for the the guys that are involved in this have been around for a while. So it, it surprised me because I thought we were listening to like I knew this this was their fourth album, but I didn't know that this was a band that was made up of some pretty veteran rockers here. So. All right, so let's get into it. This is our first track of Cavalera Conspiracy Psychosis, which dropped on November 17th of this year. This is insane. track 
uh, again, reminiscent of the Chaos AD era, uh, maybe even Beneath the Remains. It's got that hard, you know, death metal blast beat uh, tempo. The, uh, you know, the very iconic Max Cavalera vocal stylings, just all around a great song. Rob, what do you think? Oh, was that me? That's you, Coop. <laughs> Sorry. You still go by Rob, right? So <laughs> hush you. <laughs> no, it was uh, making sure my tie was right. You wearing a tie to go fucking karaoke I actually look really nice today. Damn, dude. Not even sh- Oh, yeah, man. I actually found a uh, black Calvin Klein shirt for like four bucks. So that with a uh, Punisher, Punisher skull uh, tie. Which is white oh, with white nice. Very nice. Yeah, and with some uh, white Chuck Taylors. So cool. Yeah, there you go. Uh, anywho, yeah, uh, this was quite a surprise, this song was. I really didn't expect, I didn't expect really Chaos AD or a Thrash, as Mark deemed it, and I agree. Um, it was fucking balls to the wall. It was hot. I really, I really enjoyed it. It made me really hopeful for this album. Jesse? Yeah, uh, I didn't know what I was getting into, and I know <laughs> when I cranked this up on Friday, started listening to it on Friday, I got three songs in, and I was like, I was really impressed, and, and Insane is a great kickoff to this album, just like you said. I, I begin to like the song even more as it continues to go along. You just paused, and I know you can only play so, so much, but... It, the, the song kind of slows down just a tiny little bit. It's, it's still it's still pretty fast paced, but it slows down and kind of changes a little bit. And it, you know, I, I begin to like the song a lot more. And then one of the things I noticed in this first song at the end of it kind of shows that they throw in this like weird atmospheric these weird atmospheric sounds at the end or sometimes in the middle of some of these songs. Uh, so the, Insane had some of that towards the end as well. Uh, but it kind of gives you a taste of what you're going to be running into uh, through the rest of this album. So I, I liked it. I dug insane for sure. All right, let's go ahead and uh, play track number two. This is Terror Tactics. <laughs>
shit, that's the breakdown. Um, I really like that song. That might be my favorite off of here. I'm not quite sure yet. But as of right now, I don't think it gets any better than Terror Tactics. Maybe it will. But uh, I remember giving this a listen to earlier on today. And, you know, this is the, this track definitely perked my ears up. And, uh, you know, something to remember. Jesse, what do you think of Terror Tactics? Oh, dude, it's, again, keeps up the pace of what we heard from Insane. We got some, some, you know, some great sound to this song. One thing I didn't notice in about the three minute mark, this song completely changes to almost something different to where at, at one point I thought I was, I, I had to go look at my phone and be like, okay, what song is this? Oh, it's the same fucking song. It's still terror tactics. Wait a second. Uh, so I don't know what the, the methodology behind that was. Clearly they were like, you know, it could have been, hey, we got this other little bit of a song we want to kind of play, so we'll just kind of throw it at the end of this. I, I don't know, but it it it's interesting how they chose to do that with Terror Tactics by bringing you – how far did we get into that song? I don't know if you saw or not, but I don't think we reached three minutes. Uh, no, but it changes. I, I, just, I killed it about two, two and a half minutes in. Okay, okay. Because it started to sound like it may – yeah, just like you said, the breakdown was about to happen, but I swear it, it becomes something totally different – for like another minute and a half, and then the song ends. But, yeah, I, I, I was still impressed. So, Coop? Yeah, uh, it's something I noticed when I was listening to it. Um, there's a, a few songs on here that have a large tonal change in them, which isn't – Yeah. I mean, it's not the worst thing. In them. There are much worse things. Uh, sometimes it can be kind of jarring. I felt like it worked in this song, even though it, I did the same thing as Jesse. I'm like, oh, this must be a – oh, this isn't a new song. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of it's kind of odd. That's uh, yeah. I think that's why I was alluding more to towards some of the other work because it wasn't straight thrash like old Zepultura. They especially towards the end, their other influences start yeah. creeping in. Yes. All right. This is track number three. This is Implement Execution. <laughs> Denounce your existence 
see on the guitar Shredenstein. Song's over already. Um, anybody? Reference, no? please tell me. That's uh from I want to say "Killing Is My Business" by Austrian Death Machine. Oh, you don't remember that? I do not. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> so that's I I'm a, I'm a triple brutal guy. I don't I it's it's hard for me to go back and revisit anything before triple brutal. Even though get to the Choppa is a classic, I still uh, <laughs> I I hardly I hardly get back and revisit anything before triple brutal. You don't. Uh, you don't play first the first one was now. first one had some gems. Does it? <laughs> okay. Uh, for, uh, I mean, get uh, to the, the chopper. Get to the <laughs> chopper. Um, if we keep this, up, I never listened to the good. second one though. I admit. Okay, that's right. We covered the third one. It was like the it was right. It was the last one that I did before the Jonas Exodus. Yeah, the third that, one. That, I remember correctly. That was our wonderful, <laughs> heartfelt three-hour podcast. Don't fucking remind me. Uh, I just did a three-hour podcast. It felt like it went on for three decades. Um, enough of my troubles. Um, yeah, that we never. I guess we, maybe we played one or two over the over the years of the the covers, but um, that second album. See, now I got to look it up. Double brutal. <laughs> maybe that is double uh, brutal. It is double brutal. I'm pretty certain. Austrian death machine. Funny that Google knew exactly where I was going with that. Yeah, there's total. <laughs> there's total brutal. Double brutal and triple. Yep. And triple brutal, and then a very brutal Christmas and jingle all the way. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. I want Barney these two riding in one horse open sleigh. In a one horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Jingle bells. Jingle all, <laughs> jingle all the way. What's funny um, is you guys are doing impersonations of a guy who does an impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a double album, and the first one is all the originals. Um, the second one is the uh the covers so they do the t2 theme hellbent for leather time travel um trapped under uh, uh sorry t2 theme hellbent for leather trapped under ice iron fist uh i turned into a martian killing is my business and business is good which is where at the end of it the guy just kind of goes into like a solo it's like it's like easy on the solo shredenstein song's over already and then they do you know uh, <laughs> shaving a haircut uh, tactically dangerous and uh, gotta go. So, lots of fun covers on that one. Uh, the Killing Is My Business one's really, really good, actually. Cause Killing I love that is album. My business. Yeah. Uh, so, this one's got some great ones, though. You got I Need Your Clothes, Your Boots, and Your Motorcycle. motorcycle. <laughs> uh, let off some steam, Bennett. Uh, it, it's simple. It's I want to just play this one. It's simple. If it jiggles, it's fast. Um, <laughs> see you at the party, Richter. Um, who told you you could eat my cookies? <laughs> Come on, Cohagen. Give these oh, people man. air. <laughs> who, is your, who is your daddy and what does he do? Um, 
Come on, do it. Do it. Come on. Come on. Kill me. Do it now. 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 Allow me to break the ice. <laughs> and oh, God. Personally, one of, one of my favorite one of my favorite songs on here, probably one of my favorite songs by this band, Conan, what is best in life? <laughs> You know, for the uh, longest time, I was constantly telling my wife that what is best in life is to, oh, shit, uh, uh, kill all your enemies. Uh, oh, I, now I got to get the line. Conan, what See is them best driven in life? before you or something like that. I, <laughs> yeah. I know what Conan, you're talking what? about. It's the Krom, which is so funny because we actually have a fucking song on this album <laughs> called Krom. Krom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, to crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentations of their women. I taught that to Lily, okay? I t- <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> when, that, when that song came out, I kept telling her, Lily, crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the watch. And, she, and both her and Melissa would go, lamentations of the women. I said, Melissa kept fucking it up. Because, like, like she would do the women in the wrong part. So I would like, who are we going to crush? And she would go, the women! And I'm like, yes, but only if they're your enemy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, memories. I haven't, I haven't, I need to teach Jones. I have been derelict as a parent. I have not taught my son to crush his enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the yeah, lamentations of their women. Clearly, this is a legacy that will need to be passed upon your grandkids. So you need to teach your children well right now. Yeah, I need to remind my daughter to crush her enemies, see them driven before her, and to hear the lamentations of, of their women. And especially if anyone sends her a fucking dick pic. Uh, gags. I love them. All right. Uh, do we have any other words of encouragement here about uh, implementation, implement execution? Uh, oh, let me, let me go. Let me go here. I, I will say that this is my favorite song off of this album. And I wanted more of this. Uh, I, I don't know what makes this song stand out from the rest, but I don't know if it's because there's some groove elements to it or what's going on, but damn, I wanted more of this. Uh, and I was hoping, I was hoping and praying. That I was like, as soon as I hit song three, I was like, oh, this album's got some promise. Um, but I don't think anything topped uh, Impalement Execution, unfortunately. Implement execution. There was lots of guitar shredding. I can dig it. Did I say implement? Okay. Did I say is, it's impalement or is it implement? It's impalement, isn't in, in- it? Oh no, you're right. I'm sorry. I can't read. It's impalement. Sorry. I was going to say. Pardon, sir. I misunderstood things. <laughs> Impal- impalement execution. All right. I'm glad we corrected the record on that. Um. I wonder if you ask Alexa or or whatever the Google thing is, if you ask it what is best in life, it'll tell you to crush your enemies. I'll ask Siri right German now. Before. Could you ask Siri, please? Siri, what is best in life? Interesting question. Oh yeah, real real no. cl- yeah, nice. Fuck yeah, you, real Siri. clutch. Good job there, MJ. <laughs> All right, this is track four. That would have been boss, though, if it had actually said, you know, Siri, what oh, is best yes. in life? To crush your enemies. 
He knew the limitations of their women. I don't know why she suddenly sounds like Mickey Mouse, but whatever. All right, track four, Spectral War. beginning wow that that's some impressive stuff and again it harkens back to the very best of sepultura they really captured a lot of the intensity of you know an album that's what like 20 years old now um just no i think it might be even more than that might be almost 30 years old uh just really fantastic fantastic stuff there jesse oh i agree i think they keep the they they keep it they keep me interested for sure. I, I don't think it's as good as Impalement Execution, but it's still, it's probably the second best song off of this album. I, I do want to point out the one thing that I noticed is the kind of eerie vocals uh, that it, it, it kind of like it's his vocals are, I don't know, almost otherworldly at some time, not the way, not his pitch or anything like that, but just the way that his vocals start. It almost sounds like he's, talking from i don't know like out of a portal and poltergeist I, I don't know it's scary sounding almost but uh of course there's a song called specter war that's going to be probably heavy laden with all with all that atmospheric stuff that's going on with his vocals but yeah again i, I agree with you Good, great song coop yeah i mean it was 
it's one of those songs that was steady, uh, menacing. I really, I really, yeah, menacing. It's a, it's a good word. I use it on occasion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked what was going on with it. Uh, even I think, was this the longest song in the album? No, I think it was, there's another one that's like six minutes long. But I feel like it was among the longer songs in the album. And it really makes, they really make it work, which is surprising. Usually uh, bands like this going over four minutes is usually a problem. So uh, good job by them. All right. Let's keep it moving here. Keep Crom, crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentations of the women. This is track five, Crom. Jesse, your thoughts, sir, on Crom? I think it's a decent song. There's a part at the end where it kind of, I don't want to say trails off, but it just becomes like a spoken word. Uh, I don't know much about Crom, but it, wasn't it like a, re, a, a religion or wasn't he like a god? See, I don't watch, I haven't watched Conan, so forgive me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I really don't know <laughs> much about Crom other than that's, that's my inkling. So tell me, am I correct? Is that what it is? Like some type of religion or something? Thank you. All right. So moving on. <laughs> I didn't do Good my internet God. research, which I should have. But I can just tell you this much. It sounds like 
at the end, he's like either reciting from some type of text, uh, like a Bible or, or, or something. It's just weird. Uh, it could uh, it could be just a poem. I have no idea, but it's definitely not him singing, which kind of took this 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 song kind of fell down a notch for me just because of the way it ended. Coop. Uh, with the opening, I'm trying to place it, but it sounded very much like an old school death riff with a dun 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 dun, dun and the screaming, which is more or less uh, very similar to it. One the uh, damn, it's one of the riffs off the first three albums, and I just can't place it. Oh, it's gonna be eating at me all night. But yeah, uh, yeah, that, like overall, I didn't really hear that until I was just listening to it now, but uh, I thought it was a solid song. Yeah, the spoken word section, I'm assuming, must be something from Conan. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was solid. It, it went kind of long, but it was all right. Yeah, I mean, I like the intensity of it, um, uh, but I mean, I hear what you guys are saying. It's It's the least, to me, it's the least interesting of the bunch. Uh, up to this point we'll see where the rest of it goes but definitely again the the intensity is there the thrash is there um but that's kind of all it's got going for it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yep all right uh this is track six this is hellfire gets a little silly for me i I don't know what do you uh what do you think jesse i mean to me it's a lot of noise it's it's a lot of i i think you know we were talking about the uh the punisher trailer for you know when they used one you know and they have the drums and the gunshots all going on at the same time and that was a really cool effect and i feel like they were trying to go for something similar here 
but didn't do it nearly as well. I I don't I don't mind this song. It's not horrible. It's definitely I think where Coop saw the kind of I want I want to say like a different influence starting to creep in. Uh, I wrote down in my notes, and I, this is what I love about the Metal Hammer of Doom. I've learned a lot from you guys, so you know, spe- specifically being able to identify certain genres of music when I hear them now. So in my notes, I put down that this song definitely had like this industrial feel to it. And yeah. I hopped on to I'm on loudwire.com and it turns out for this song, industrial music legend, Justin Broderick of, uh, according to this Godflesh and Jesu guests on this song. So, uh, there's, They've let him come in, and and clearly he it's got his fingerprints all over it. What do you think, Coop? Uh, yeah, that's where I was definitely going with. I felt like, uh, especially with this song, and it starts creeping in in the uh, other parts of the album too as we keep going. Uh, I felt like it was almost a wholly different album in some ways. Uh, yeah, this this song felt kind of odd. Like it's got that real industrial vibe to it. And I, I'm not a huge industrial fan. I know that's more Mark's. Uh, Mark's Warehouse, but I mean, this this song was just—it was there. It's not one I would, if I listen to this album again, I'd be like, ah, I could skip it. Yeah, I kind of, you know, like I like again, I like the idea of it. I just thought the execution was kind of meh. Uh, and well, and again, the- you're right. Industrial industrial is my thing. I I typically enjoy industrial, but I uh, this this felt a little try hard for me. You know what I mean? This felt like eh. That yeah. you're you're trying to do an industrial song, and and that's the thing is I've heard Max Cavalera um, over the years has definitely gotten involved with some other bands and done some really interesting things, and some of that has been uh, you know working with industrial bands. And there's just there's just better stuff out there. Shit, there's better Sepultura out there that has been like remixed and like made into sort of a pseudo industrial track. Uh, I just, you know, I, this one just didn't do it for me. Yeah. I, I was just going to add to that. You said it had, it gets a little silly. This is another one of those songs that morphs into something else. You just, you, right before you cut it off, they, they started getting into, you know, something that felt like nothing like the beginning of the song. <laughs> and it just, it didn't help the song much at all for them to do that. So uh, yeah, it's a weird one. It's a, that's a paddling. All right, uh, this is track seven. This is Judas Pariah.
shades of Cannibal Corpse on that one. <laughs> just uh, you know, that that just just blasting out those drum beats. You know, not bad. Um, not my favorite, but not bad. Rob, what do you think? Uh yeah. Uh, there was a more intense song. Uh, felt like it was kind of a recovery to more of a sound that was more like the original. Uh, you know, I'd say like the original few tracks of this album. Uh, yeah, it was a good song. I enjoyed it. My initial reaction was like, yeah, this is a sh- this is just a bunch of noise at the beginning of this song. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it felt cluttered and. and Turn uh, that racket down. <laughs> but in an epic cavalera conspiracy form, it all of a sudden becomes a slow plotting march, like right near the end. They just switch things up. Imagine being like at a concert. And I don't know how well this would go. I mean, the people were going nuts in the mosh pit. And if you know the songs well, you're ready for it to change. Because you can't, I'm sure you could if you wanted to, keep up that intensity that you're, however you're, whatever you're doing in the mosh pit. But all of a sudden, the thing's just, the tone of the song really changes and slows down and becomes this crazy, like, something totally different from what we were hearing at the beginning. And I made a... I said at the beginning of that first song, as it went on with Insane, I began to like it. This is another example of that happening here, where I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can make it through. Is this, is this all the song's going to be? And then all of a sudden it's like, nope, here's some, here's some better shit, same song, boom. And I'm like, okay, now I can dig it. And then we, we, we fade out and we hit the next one. So, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's one of those where <laughs> this, this album is called Psychosis. And I kind of get that vibe from some of the songs that are presented to us on the album. It's one thing, but then all of a sudden it's something else. So uh, it's it's interesting. Yeah, I mean that's the thing, you know, for the kind of you know thrash, you know thrash metal, death metal um, amalgamation of music that this is. I think there are some interesting things going on, but you know, interesting by itself is not a virtue. You still, it still has to be good. Yeah. And so I think the, I, I think there are some, definitely some interesting and memorable things on here. Not all of them uh, tickle my fancy. I feel you. That fair, that fair to say? Here, here. Uh, this is our title track. This is Psychosis. And this, I believe, is instrumental.
right, let's just go right to the track nine here. Our last track of the night. This is excruciating. <laughs> There's a more cliched modern rock motif or phrase or lyric than only death is real. <laughs> it's so funny because that is the exact same thought that went through my head when I first heard this song. I was like, man, how many times has that phrase been used in metal lyrics? I mean, too many. Come on. Too, yeah. Love is real. Hey, hey, Woods of Epray made it work, damn it. I, I'll agree with that. I will agree for sure. I believe that uh, love is real, and I think that hate is real. Uh, so I would fundamentally disagree with the premise that only death is real, and I take issue with this song. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> And once again, we've reached that part of the show where Jesse has just about had enough of my shenanigans. <laughs> you cut it out, you. <laughs> hey, hey, asshole. Talk talk metal or shut up. Um, all right, I'm going to go ahead and give this an A-. minus. I thought it was, uh, for the most part, a, you know, this is, we talk a lot of times on this show about how, you know, we, we talked about it with Punisher. We talked about, we talk about it with a lot of bands and a lot of albums. 
how the, the, the fundamental flaw in a lot of media that we cover on the Rattlevision Broadcasting Network is the lack of editing. It's, every, it's just things go on way longer than is necessary to make the point. And what I like about this album is that at, a, at nine songs, um, and not like nine Cradle of Filth songs that go on for 15 minutes apiece, but like normal length songs, this is short, sweet, to the point. Um, I don't get bored with it. It's short enough that it, it kept my attention. Um, it didn't get samey necessarily. I mean, as Jesse pointed out numerous times throughout this show, they change just when you think a song is going a certain way, they change it up. Just when you think you have all the answers, they change the questions. So um, I think for, I think that earns them a lot of uh, credit. Even if not not every song was a zinger, um, they get a lot of credit from me for. I'll use the word again, editing. You know, there was the right, there was a proper amount of editing in this song just to keep it nimble and interesting. Robert, your final thoughts, sir. Oh, yeah. Uh, this album was a surprise to me. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Uh, with that being said, I give it probably about, give it like a three, three and a half stars there, you know. Um, there were moments in this where I was really kind of disappointed in the fact that they didn't really stick with the motif like granted that would have made it a little more samey but at the at that on that merit there were some the instrumental was weird this last song towards the end i was like oh, what that got kind of weird crom yeah uh i really feel the back half of it was really more the problem but if that's where you're going to put your more experimental stuff that's fine uh overall yeah pretty solid good album and uh can i go ahead and give my plugs because i'm gonna go sing yeah please go ahead all right. Uh, so, yeah, this podcast, I'm on it, Sentai Rider Podcast, facebook.com slash Sentai Rider Podcast. It says S-E-N-T-A-R-R-I-D-R Podcast. Uh, W2Mnet.com, my buddy Sean Garmer's website. I write for it on occasion. Probably going to be doing some New Japan features sometime soon. And finally, scrapingthebottom.com, my buddy Kevin. It's his, uh, it's his shit. I was on an episode. There was a dumpster fire that existed. Now, uh, I'm going to go sing. I'm going to go sing some stuff with a bunch of girls that are taken. So, all right. I'll uh, get you bitches next week for... I'll catch Jesse next week for Nail Boy Vascara since Mark is a uh, she can't be bothered. <laughs> I have a friend. I have a friend in town, and I'm going to see Star Wars, and that is all that matters. I, I drank two bottles of wine and some cooking sherry. <laughs> it's, it's from a. That's a reference. I know it somewhat. It, it's a reference to the uh, College Humor Batman videos, the one where they had the wrong clown. Maybe not. <laughs> okay. Well, let me just let me just it, say my parting words to you, sir, as you go out and trip the light fantastic. If you meet a nice girl, please don't send her a picture of your dick. You will disappoint me, and I, I may have to replace you on this show. It will not. I've never done that. I've not done it in 26 years. I think I'm good. Okay, I'm just letting you know what the consequences of sending dick pics are. You will be banned from the Rattledge and Broadcasting Network, and that would make me sad. Don't disappoint me, no, Robert. We're, you're, we're, you're our only hope. I don't want to... Exactly. Thank you, boss. All right, fellas. Later. Next time. See ya. Peace. Indeed. Jesse, your final thoughts, sir. Oh, yes. I... I... Okay. For my first... Go ahead and hit the end there. Coop. Hang the bu- hang it up. 
Yeah, yeah we're done there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, for my first experience with Cavalera Conspiracy, man, I was really kind of thrilled to jump into this and listen to it. You guys covered a lot of the stuff that I, I would echo, which is this did not get samesy. This was something that I could listen to over and over at work uh, and, and not be like, okay, I'm I'm kind of bored. But again, there are songs on there that just kind of the atmosphere that they're setting up is it's interesting and can sometimes get just a little overbearing. Uh, I have my real time thoughts on the last song that we just listened to, which is excruciating because at about two minutes and 30 seconds left, Somebody called this their epic six minutes track. Well, I'm sorry, but two minutes and 30 seconds of this was some girl chanting and some kind of weird atmospheric stuff going on. And then all of a sudden, like the the radio station changes and we hear some guy give some kind of commentary about their band. And then next thing you know, boom, we're back to women chanting again. I don't call that a great songwriting in my opinion, but they're obviously doing something that they're having a fun time doing. So whatever, that's fine with me. And the other thing is, is that there is a real, if you look into it, there, there seems to be a real structure to the way these songs are placed on this album. Uh, you can see all the, all the heavy stuff is kind of right at the beginning. And then as you progress, the genre bending stuff kind of pops in there. That instrumental track, if you listen to that all the way through, it's probably one of the lightest songs on this album. There's not really much heavy metal to that at all. It's laid back as hell. Uh, so all in all, I mean, I want to give it a thumbs up because it was a fun experience. I'm glad I had the opportunity to listen to it. I'll listen to Impalement Execution any time of the day. If I had uh, a best of list, which I really do need to go back and create, that's going on there. I really did like that song. So, uh, yeah, you know, ladies and gentlemen, give this album a shot. There's probably something on here you're going to like. All right. Uh, next week, as Robert said, uh, I will. If, if you turned in this week and we're just like, please stop talking about your personal life. Stop <laughs> talking about dick pics. Oh my God, Rattling, shut the fuck up. Well, then you'll be in luck because next week I'm not going to be on the show. Uh, it's Ne Oblivious. Metaconia The album is called Earn So uh, Jesse and Rob Are going to take that one by itself But I will be back for Star Wars week It's all Star Wars week all the time Between uh, December 18th And December 22nd Right here in the Metal Hammer of Doom Our contribution to Star Wars week is Galactic Empire's uh, Galactic Empire, which, by the way, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, you need to get on Spotify, Jesse, and look up the Evil Genius Orchestra. They have a cocktail tribute to Star Wars. You're going to open up our Princess Leia podcast with the uh, with the with the Evil Genius Orchestra's cover of the main theme and then end it with Princess Leia's theme. Just go ahead and do that for me. I was going to. I was going to make you end with the Trotter Trio, but I figured, you know what? Let's be consistent. Let, let's keep with the Evil Genius Orchestra. You ever hear the oh, Evil Genius Orchestra? Never. Never have. Okay. Well, the original album is called Cocktails in the Cantina, uh, but that's not what it's known as on it's, Spotify. So you, 
is it lounge music? Like Star Wars lounge music or something? It is. Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait to give that a shot. Yeah, I uh that was big for a while. Cocktails in the Cantina was the hot shit for a little while and uh, a little bit of trivia on that on the cover of the original Cocktails in the Cantina is Jasmine St. Clair. You know, remember Jasmine St. Clair? She sounds familiar. She she's not a porn actress, is she? Oh, sir, she very much is a porn actress. Or was a porn actress. <laughs> I recognize that name somehow. Oh my goodness. Yep, she's on the cover there of Cocktails in the Cantina. Uh not nude, not naked at all, but uh wearing a look, you know, little Princess Leia slave girl outfit, if I remember oh, correctly. Goodness. Here, oh, let's let's go ahead and give ourselves a little Google. Well, I'm Google doing it right now. I mean, I can't, I okay. you can't stop, can't stop the googling. You can't knock the hustle. Cocktails in the cantina. Let's hit the Google images. There she blows, literally. So, um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. She's, yeah, uh, my goodness. Yeah, she's got a little genie action going on. So that's Jasmine St. Clair. Uh, she was, uh, I think she was at one point, she was dating the Blue Meanie. She's a famous porn actress. Uh, well, the band on this Cocktails on the Canteen is the Evil Genius Orchestra. So I want you to use that for the intro and outro of our uh, podcast, which will be for Star Wars Week. So, okay, I got off a little tangent there. You know, this the What's a Rattledge and Broadcasting podcast without a little scheduling? A little uh, outside baseball. <laughs> anyway, so we've got Rob takes over the show next week. We're back for Galactic Empire. And then the hits just keep on coming. We've got the year-end special on December 27th. I'm going to play four songs uh, that we couldn't get from bands we couldn't get to this year. Robert Cooper is going to do the same. Yes, he'll do and I might, too. I might, I might just do the same. I might, I might fall in line with you boys here. I, I, I've been thinking about it, so ex- expect the unexpected, most likely. And then we kick off the new year right with Morbid Angel. Morbid Angel's actually dropping an album here in December. We, uh, we are not taking a week off, ladies and gentlemen. We hit the ground running in December, in uh, January, twenty eighteen. With Metal Hammer of Doom's review of Morbid Angel's new album, Kingdom, with Kingdoms Disdain, Kingdoms Disdained, uh, which will have dropped sometime uh, this month. So we got that one. We got Asking Alexandria. We got the new Corrosion of Conformity, Avatar, and Machine Head coming at you in January. Are you excited, Jesse Stark? Are you excited for the new year? You damn right. 2018 is going to it's 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 going to keep your head banging. We don't stop, man. I mean, we don't last. I mean, we we typically take a ye, the first week off of everything. No, not this year, man. We got a we got a TV party and a and a Metal Hammer of Doom coming right at you, January second, January third, and then you know we're right into the shit, January eighth, ninth, and tenth with the uh, three hundred, three hundred, and asking Alexandria. And it just keeps on going, 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 going. I hope, I hope, I hope our audience appreciates us. Let us know how much you love us. Send us something. Don't send us dick pics. No. I, <laughs> I love you. 
I, uh, I expressly told a woman that I work with, do not show me the dick pic that she was sent. And she put it in my eyes. <laughs> don't, no, don't show me. She showed oh, me man. a dick pic. Uh, Jesse Starcher. <laughs> this, this guy sent her a picture of him standing buck naked. Buck naked, sir, in the shower. I almost called human resources. I was like, I've been sexually harassed. Uh, uh. Jesse Starchick, do your plugs. All right, ladies and gentlemen, go give that Rattlich in Broadcasting Network Facebook page a like to stay up on top of all the great podcasts that we have to offer. Usually we throw our uh, current podcasts over there when we can. Uh, we're right here at home on the blogtalkradio.com. That's blogtalkradio.com. Just go search Rattlich. You can find us in there. Subscribe. You can look at all the archives. Uh, we got plenty of stuff on there. We've got wrestling. We have MMA. We have video games. We, we talk about comic books. That's my show, Source Material. Uh, every Usually just about every Monday, we are up to over 140 episodes, and if there is something that you've read in the past from Marvel, DC, Image, some independent comic book, we might have it on there. And if you want to hear two guys, sometimes if you catch them early episodes, it was just me, me talking about talking to myself. That's right. But you can check uh, you can check out our discussion of some books, some very popular books, some that aren't so popular. We had a great one we just spoke about here recently, which was Punisher. Welcome back, Frank. It came out in 2000. Probably one of my favorite episodes that we've done this year so i would highly recommend go check it out we're on itunes we're on stitcher we're on uh we're also on spreaker i mean we're all over the place so just search rattlich and subscribe r-a-d-u-l-i-c-h you can follow me at stiznarky on twitter if you do so wish i am done and i'm ready to go to bed let's hit let's get out of here mark ma nucci got the ill communication ma nucci got the ill communication <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a small slice of heaven as usual. Uh for the Metal Coop, Robert Cooper, crooning Metal Coop, Robert Cooper. For the disapproving dad and the host of Source Material in his own right, Miss Just Starcher. I'm your mandated reporter, and frankly I'm mortified. And please, please, ladies and gentlemen, be well, be safe, behave. And when I say behave, I mean stop sending dick pics for the love of Christ.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.